Pause and park your ears at the familiar hog's head. There you'll find frosty sounds of hairy hog football, offering your ears soothing renewal. Listen in now and be refreshed. You'll be glad you did. This is Hairy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about all the news that's happened with the Redskins this week. And let me tell you, there was a lot of it. And of course, our 33rd episode brings the legendary Slingin' Sammy Ball. All this and more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 yo! What's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Happy Memorial Day weekend, my brothers. Happy Memorial Day. Keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith, brother. How's it going, you guys? I know this time this time of year it's kind of hard to uh, you know football's not usually on the forefront of our minds. Well, let me tell you guys, there has been so much information around the NFL this week that I can ba- I, we can barely contain it into one show. We're gonna cut straight to uh, NFL Europe, where the Galaxy defeated the Amsterdam Admirals in the was it the eleventh <laughs> World Bowl today. Man, I always miss the World Bowl. Man. <laughs> Dude. So there you go. So there you go. That's pretty much almost pretty much all the news that we've got for you this week. Oh, I know, dude. That's it. Thanks this... for tuning in to Harry Hunt Football. <laughs> and uh, hail the Redskins. This week on, um, like, on the serious NFL radio that I always listen to on the way to work and whatnot, like, they have this two-minute drill thing. And I swear, the whole two-minute drill where they're supposed to go over, like, headlines and stuff around the NFL – was was spent talking about Jake Plummer getting pulled over for like cutting someone off and admitting that he did it and then they like talked about his side of the story and the other guy's side of the story and they're like and that's the two minute drill and we're like uh and it, didn't great. Even la- it didn't even last two minutes I know yeah oh sorry guys that's a uh, World Bowl fourteen um, Amsterdam lost twenty two seven in the Yellow Strom World Bowl. 14. Don't we have a couple of uh, we have a couple guys on playing for Amsterdam right now? Uh, well, my understanding was that A. Brown was supposed to go to Amsterdam, but hey, we, don't care. we don't care about him. Boy, howdy! Oh, so, so Aaron and Josh, this is our thirty-third episode, one of the most sacred numbers in all of Redskins lore. John, I believe you are correct. That's right, dudes. It's Sammy Ball's episode. Slingin' Sammy Ball Memorial episode, even though I believe he is still alive. He's like 92 or something. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's uh, supplementing his uh, Social Security with signing mini helmets because there's so many Sammy Ball mini helmets on eBay. It's not even funny. <laughs> dude, he probably just has stacks of them in his house, man. And, like, he, comes, he wakes up one morning and just signs a few, you know. Hey, more power to him, dude, because when he played, he probably got like what, $500 a season or something? Yeah, yeah something totally. ridiculous like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Eight bucks a game. Something like that. But Sammy Baugh, as everyone probably knows, if they're a Redskins fan, was a quarterback, running back, uh, defensive back. That's right. I, I think he did some punting, if I'm not mistaken. And he was also the best punter of his era, as a matter of fact. There you go. 
He was yeah, a, he played he played some running back, mostly quarterback. He led the league in uh, touchdowns a few times. He was um is he still holds the league record for um, punt average for a season of forty five point one yards per punt. He still owns that record. Awesome. Still. <laughs> and you know that was like his third job after quarterback and and uh, and defensive back. And diverse weapon. Yeah, unbelievable. And he's still alive. And believe it or not, the man is from Texas, and he's still one of the best Redskins. They're probably the arguably one of the best football players of all time. He played on the Redskins for how many seasons, John? A lot. A lot. Um, he started in '37, and he ended up back with the Redskins. Or he. Uh, Ended in, I believe, 52. Yeah. Yeah, 37 to 52, and I believe he's part of the inaugural class of the Hall of Fame. And not only that, but like Daryl Green, like Daryl Green, he spent his whole career as a Redskin. Entire career in Washington. Two world championships, 37 to 42. A bunch of all-star games. Uh, The man, man was unbelievable. He was at Texas Christian University. He's a horned frog. Horned for <laughs> and uh, I think the best thing that I've ever read about him was uh, a few months ago there was an article I believe on ESPN where a bunch of writers were talking about they had the ultimate fantasy draft of all time any football player any time in any era was available for this draft of all these big time writers like super experts on the NFL and the top number one overall draft pick in the entire league from all these like national uh the, the top writers on football in the entire country, the number one overall pick was Lincoln Sammy Ball. That's awesome. Yep. I think that says it all right there. If you guys notice in the corner of your uh, iTunes or, uh, I, or iPod, um, you'll see various pictures and whatnot of Sammy Ball throughout this episode. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, dudes, that brings us to, not to get off Sammy Ball, but that brings us to the random Redskin of the week, who is none other than Howie Livingston. Okay. Howie Livingston. <laughs> I don't know anything about him, but anyway. But if he's a lot, shout out, Howie. Here's to you. If anybody knows anything about Howie Livingston or wants to go out and do a little research, drop us a line or um, put a post up on the website. And you know, Howie, if you just happen to be listening, if you're still alive, then uh, so give us a shout out. We might have you on the show. Speaking of how um, the 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 website, we've been making some major upgrades to it thanks to Josh and our new server that we have signed up with. And Josh has set up a pretty sweet um, forum on there where you can go on, register, and put up all these posts. We still have the blog, but check out that forum site; it's pretty nice. Yeah, the yeah. blog the blog will uh, still show up on the. Uh... You know, when you go to harryoutfootball.com, that'll be the first thing you come to, like always. But if you click on the forum link over on the left, you can get in there. Um, just register. It takes about two minutes. We'll never even, never spam you, never send you anything. You can customize it, upload your own little logo, whatever you want to do. And uh, just get on there and start posting. We're going to keep building topic categories and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we want you guys to be able to get on there and talk amongst yourselves without us having to moderate you. So, uh Make it a make it a gathering place. And you have my you have my word. There will be no spam when you sign up. Never spam you. <laughs> Not from us, anyway. Oh, nor, nor will we ever ever share any email address. 
that you give us. As a matter of fact, once you type it in, we don't ever even look at it again. It's in the database, and the database pretty much handles that for us. Uh, the only time we would ever look at it is if you, if you contacted us and said, hey, I forgot my password, um, in which case you can do that automatically, too, and it'll send you uh, an email and have you reset your password. So, uh, anyway, enough about that, but go check out the forum and, uh, and, and get on there and start posting and... and uh, Everybody talk amongst yourselves. Um, yeah, other Redskins news this week. Um, sad news for the, uh, well, more for him, him than the team, but uh, Timmy Smith is now incarcerated, I believe, what, two years? No, brother. Two, two and a half years. I don't, I don't know. I got conflicting reports. I heard two and a half years, and then it was 40 months. But uh, basically, he tried to... Uh, Distribute about twenty thousand dollars worth of cocaine is what I uh, right. He and his, what uh, I, he and his younger brother uh, they sold a buttload of cocaine to a cop. Yeah, undercover cop. So it was a pretty uh, pretty open and shut case. And man, and, and so I know. I, I think his comments were he actually said something like, uh, "I apologize. I wasn't brought up this way." Yeah, that was so, a good thing to say. You know, respect yeah. back to his parents because, man, <laughs> of all things to say, <laughs> when you're about to spend two and a half years or so in prison, yeah. um, a shout out to say his parents had nothing to do with him being a dumbass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But those of you who remember, uh, we we put some up a couple of weeks ago about his trial was going to be upcoming. But you know, back in 1988 Super Bowl, he was kind of a bright flash in the pan at that point for the Redskins. Um, Showing up, I think he had like over 200 yards in the Super Bowl. There, he broke the uh, Super Bowl the, uh, rushing record, didn't he? He, he had the record the Super for Bowl most record yards at the time. It was um, 204 yards. Yeah, yeah. 204 at the time. Eclipsing Marcus Allen in that that horrible, um, rarely mentioned Super Bowl 18 debacle. Dude, don't remind me. So, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, Timmy. Hopefully, you know he'll uh, he'll take the time while he's got to sit there and. You know, think about the uh, good things he could be doing with his life and with what he's done, you know, as a Redskin in the past and an example that he could set to people and uh, and get himself turned around when he gets out. And uh, hopefully we'll see Timmy on the uh, straight and narrow and up and coming once again. And, you know, uh, and go get some tips from Dexter Manley on that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> who, is, who is leading a pretty straightforward life now that he's gotten out of prison again. I think hopefully this is the wake-up call. He won't go the path of a uh, of a Dwight Gooden or Dale Strawberry. Uh, you know, the Major League Baseball pitchers who have been in prison like half a dozen times or are busted for drugs about half a dozen times each and get a ton of chances, you know. Maybe this right. will be the one, the one time will wake him up and yeah. set him straight. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also some uh, rumors. We got a few email, or at least one email um, Josh was looking into it that uh, the rumor is that David Patton may be cut by the uh, June for the June 1st cuts. Um, Josh, what'd you find out about that? Yeah, uh, yeah shout out to uh, 1 a.m. Poet again. Shout us in an email and said, uh, said, Hey guys, have you heard about this? Or he actually may have put a post up on the blog, I can't remember, but um, I did, I had seen a bunch of stuff kind of. The you know, rumor things, the, as the rumor rail tends to run on the internet, you got to kind of weed through what's uh, what's true and what's not, and who's making it up, and where the source is coming from. But uh, you know, there were some some uh, reputable uh, websites that were putting up some uh, information saying that it looked like David Patton uh, might be 
one of the cuts for the June 1st cuts because his salary apparently is like $1.085 million base. And we picked up these receivers, so now he's pretty much looking at a fourth slot on the receiver's slots, you know, a fourth position uh, as a backup. And that's a pretty high salary to for that role. So if they're looking at trying to free up some dollars, um, he was kind of, I think, a red flag saying they might – he might be somebody that got cut. In the same breath, um, I did see some things that talked about uh, he could possibly go to Detroit. The Detroit Lions need a receiver. David Patton's a pretty good receiver, and uh, you know they might could use him up there. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. We don't want to speculate, but that's what we're getting from sources. Um, you know that, that I've been weeding through. Man, I'm interested in knowing what Taylor Jacobs makes because. He's got to yeah. be making close to that, too, and I want to see him cut well before Patton. Yeah, he's a second-round pick. He's got to be making some money. And, I mean, you know, Patton, Patton, he may be right now the fourth receiver, what it's looking like on the depth chart, but, you know, he's one injury away from three. That's right. And and without Saunders' offense, there's a chance. I mean, he's going to get some playing time. Right. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I, I'm, we'll see what happens, but I don't think that would be a good move. It's depth. Is a big, big help at those positions, as we found out with wide receiver last year. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Jacobs can't catch the ball. Oh, man. As simple as that. He Taylor catches Jacobs. like one in four. I can do that well. I mean, come on. How many times did he get the Butterfingers award uh, last year? A bunch. I don't know. I don't know offhand, but but it was a bunch. It was, it was probably like, I don't know. It was like 16. Not including uh, preseason. Maybe even 17 times. Maybe even 18. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, there was also some stuff that Josh put up. Some little story about um, Dan Snyder having trees cut down or something. Dude, you, you would not believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys read any of that stuff. It is like... The web was inundated with that freaking story. Everybody started publishing it, and everybody had their own little take and twist on it and all this new information. We put it up when it was kind of breaking, uh, and um, and since then it was kind of like, okay, we just haven't mentioned it again. But apparently Dan Snyder wanted a better view of the Potomac River, so um, unbeknownst to him, supposedly he did nothing illegal. He spoke with a park service representative or somebody from the park service spoke with him about being able to clear some trees out so they could have a better view not knowing that it was an illegal way to do it i think it was on the park service guy's part or the head park service person made one of his people do this i don't know the whole story but anyway long story short they cut out like 130 trees or something like that so he could see the river better and now the hill is eroding and they're having other problems down into the uh to the Potomac River where it's eroding. So <laughs> they've replanted like 600 saplings. But I think the bigger story right now is the whole legal aspect of it uh, and who's going to get uh, their head put on the chopping block as far as the National Park Service goes or whatever for for uh, allowing that and helping that along. All right. So anyway. Can you guys tell this is the... Uh in the middle of the off season because we're talking about Dan Snyder and trees. We're talking yeah. about well, dudes, <laughs> trees and his views of his backyard. Dudes, if you guys look on redskins.com, it's like, you know those top five stories. It's like, number one, McCune looks for his chance. 
It's like number two, uh, youth Redskins cheerleading camp this week. Right. And number three, it's like Jim Melinaro tries to make the line, and <laughs> and you're like, where's the? You get like, you know, Larry Michael has his little one up there, of course. It's like, dudes, we're stretching here. We're stretching. Yeah. But and it's pretty much like it's today on Redskins Live with Larry Michael. Larry Michael interviews anybody who decides to show up today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, hey, come over here. Come over here. And you can think you like, hi, Larry. How's it Hi, Larry. They're really trying to avoid him. He's like, can I get you for just five minutes? we got to have somebody on today. Come on. But then, they're like a joke later in the locker room. They're like, ah, man, you got caught with Larry, man. <laughs> I do like, want to. I know. Like, he called me like twice this month. I keep trying to get away, but you guys keep running away and seeing him first and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I do. Yeah, it, is, it is pretty. It is pretty slow, pretty slim. And I know a lot of people aren't thinking about uh, football right now. It's kind of in between everything. The draft is done. The rookie camp's done. The uh, Aaron and I were talking about this yesterday. The uh, training camps is not really started. You know. Um, yeah, the next month or two is probably going to be the slowest time of the season, I think, for uh, for all this stuff. So we'll find the info that we can find and bring it to you about the Redskins, and uh, you know, uh, we do the best we can with that. Well, next yeah, week should I be pretty cool, that's though. About all we got, man. Next week should be pretty cool because we got stuff from the Beach Blitz, and maybe we'll get an interview there. Who knows? Right. Yeah, next, next week uh, should be better. We're going we're to do a live one uh, all together next week. And they'll uh, have their off-season rendezvous hanging out back at the uh, back in good old Virginia Beach. In the Va Beach. But, uh, Beach. yeah, uh, there's still time. Get yourself some tickets to the Redskins Beach Blitz. Uh, taking place next week, uh, June 2nd through the 4th. Um, and uh, if you're going, drop us a line or drop us a line about anything else at where? Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. Yeah. It's H-A-R-R-Y. Hogfootball.com. Um, I did yeah. want to say something else I was interested, or I found pretty interesting this week. We were talking about, you know, all the Cowboys, we're always talking about the Cowboys announcers and whatnot. But on Monday Night Football now, we have two Redskins. Well, two Redskins, uh, favorable people with Joe Theismann and Tony Kornheiser. Kornheiser, yeah, for the post. But he's a bandwagon jumper, man. Tony Kornheiser. He's the first one to say it. He loves Deion Sanders. Yep. He, he has his own article. He calls the bandwagon in the post. So he's he's definitely a uh, he's an interesting character. I think he's going to be pretty good, though. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because the show he does with Michael Wilbon from the post, uh, the PTI, pardon the interruption on ESPN, is really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, I was I was kind of interested in that, and we were talking about it on the uh, blog a little bit there. But, um, yeah, we'll have an interesting show from the Blitz, hopefully. I mean, I don't think our recording equipment is quite as spectacular as it is here in Harry Hogg Studios. <laughs> but anyway, we'll come up with some stuff. I'm going to try to get Joe Salovea to sign my Redskins socks. That'd be awesome. And uh, one more thing, uh, Santana Moss's birthday is on the 1st, so that's Thursday. Um... Happy birthday, Santana Moss. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Yeah. Call us. We'll get you in on the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dudes. We'll, well, we'll make some moves and get you in on the next show. If we, we'll, we'll, sh- yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll shift some things around make some time for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll clear you a slot of about 30 seconds. 
<laughs> right in between the random Redskin of the week and the kick in the balls award. <laughs> but anyway, dude. Um, yep. Unless you guys have anything else, um, I think that's about it. Uh, drop us a line, get on, try out the forum, and check out the website, and uh, we'll talk to you guys live from the Beach Blitz next week. All right, dude. Ha- hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. And if you're a Cowboys fan, joke them. If you're a Cowboys fan, joke them. All right, oh. later, later, later.